0: You're listening to the RV of Three podcast with your hosts, Dave and Corinne Yandel. And of course, Odin Pierre, our French Bulldog pup. We are three new to full-time RV life, but not new to travel and adventure.
1: Like most adults, we had successful career jobs, homes, and lots of things when we first met. None of which filled our need for travel and adventure. We left that to open and run a successful gym for seven years. But still, something was missing.
0: With jokes of going tiny for years, we felt, if not now, then win. So we sold what we could and packed up the rest to hit the road. This
1: podcast is all about our trials and tribulations of full-time RV living, and of course, some fun times too. If you like our show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, follow us on Instagram at rvof3. And we are back, episode 41. Of the RV03 podcast, I apologize because we missed recording last week because I was traveling for work. So we're probably about a week behind on getting these out.
0: Who cares? We do this because we like it. Yeah. It's fun.
1: All right. So episode 41. I'm Dave.
0: I'm Corian.
1: And Odin is on high alert right now. Um, so he might chime in because I think he sees something outside the window. Not exactly sure. We are currently sitting outside of... Just outside of Nashville, probably about 30 minutes, I guess 30 minutes, what did that be, east of Nashville, northeast of Nashville, 30 minutes east?
0: I think we're only like, we're on minutes. the, it was 30
1: wh- minutes outside of Nashville. It took us an extra thirty minutes once we got through the city.
0: Not really. We're technically in like the suburb of the southeast section of Nashville. Of Nashville.
1: So out of the city. We're about no. To <laughs> okay, the city is not around, but we're still in Nashville. Yeah. We're at a Harvest Host, which I can't wait to uh, do the reviews on for that one because this place is amazing, especially for a Harvest Host. I can't believe this. It has we. It's what seventeen RV sites, and yeah. it is a like like I said, Harvest Host. So it throws you off because you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um so we'll have our our, our review would we'll probably already be out by the time this podcast comes out, but we're very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right. Weather. It's gonna rain here soon, <laughs> and it's pretty humid. Eighty seven percent humidity. I so. think it was sixty
0: seven percent here. It was eighty seven we left, but it still feels because it's a little for, sticky, a little for, different for two people who have lived in five to ten percent humidity or less for the last nine months. It's it's weird. It's different.
1: And Odin is certainly a lot hotter at night. He's been panting. Would you say the hot weather, like, I know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Just, do you like it more or less? Do you like that the, the, the humid weather or the dry heat, I guess?
0: Oh, man. They're, they both have, is that my question for tonight? No. Oh.
1: <laughs> they both have. I mean, it could be. It, maybe. It could,
0: it could be. Um, they both have their pros and cons. You know, it's definitely different ever since getting out of dallas even um heading into arkansas little rock in here you know uh you know we're finally around tall trees again and moss and grass grass and vines and even though things aren't really blooming yet because it's not quite spring um it's it's just not something we've been around since yellowstone and so it's just weird for us so you know we say it all the time whenever we're currently in we really love.
1: Yeah, so you know, just we have a chance of a strong thunderstorm Friday night. So we get into our final destination tomorrow. And then there's it's gonna be raining a little bit tomorrow, but they say strong storms on Friday, which we haven't heard a strong thunderstorm probably since Yellowstone. Yeah. So it would be a long time. I mean, and you know, so it's gonna be just a even drink-
0: Yellowstone. We were only there for like two or three. The the rain the hail. And wind was strong, but not a lot of lightning and thunder that we were able to hear where we were at.
1: I just remember the one time when we were hiking, there was a lot of lightning in the the distance and thunder, and we were like, wow. Um, But that's it. That's all we've had. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting being back over in this area. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like we always say, we're not going to say we're moving here yet, but uh, Tennessee is high up on the list for maybe long-term stay or having some plot of land. Because it is a beautiful state. All right, so my question to you, Corian, today on our um, icebreaker would be... Yes. What has been the most stressful moment of this trip?
0: Of <laughs> this trip. there's so many. Uh,
1: most stressful.
0: You know, it's weird because stress is all relative. And I think that driving through Utah, we've talked about, and yeah. on the west... Has had a lot more stressful moments when driving as far as landscape and grade and everything. Yep. Uh, but the stressful moments on this side have all been out of Dallas. And that was going through um, Dallas Fort Worth area for traffic. Yep. That was like, I, you know, anybody who knew has been talking to me the last couple of weeks know, like, I literally was sensory overload. Like, I just, I, I did not want to deal with all the people, all the traffic, all the noise, the congestion, the construction. Um, So that was extremely stressful and uncomfortable. It's really,
1: yeah, any city, right? So it's really hard when you go through cities because with cities, it comes a lot more traffic. But now it's like always construction. You always enter a big city And I get it, like, there's more cars on the road, so the trucks and the cars destroy the road, and they have to repair it, but it's always never, never fails. Everyone we've gone through on this trip has had, we're also in the spring, but construction, and it always goes down to those two lanes, and it's, like, really nerve-wracking. And they're really tight, like, cement barricades. Yeah, you have no wiggle room and it's really you just gotta like okay i'm looking forward (laughs) don't look at the side Mm -hmm. just try to hug this line if i hug this line i should be good it's a little nerve-wracking i would agree
0: and i think i don't know if we've been spoiled or if it just wasn't as as predominant on the west but when we were west driving through cities like salt lake and stuff like And Denver, there wasn't that much construction. We've hit nonstop construction in every city we've gone through since getting to Fort Stockton.
1: Yeah.
0: Pretty much Midland. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, so that's been almost our entire trip. Um, And so it's just weird. I don't know if it's because we're getting further west, we're getting to, and and there's more construction on the west side or the east side, sorry. Um, I don't know if it's because we're getting to bigger cities, whereas like you know the West doesn't have as big as cities as much. They have a lot smaller, spread out cities. Spread out, it's so, more spread out.
1: Definitely more spread out. Um, so
0: so I don't know, but that's been the most nerve wracking is just the amount of traffic we've been hitting. Okay, what you got for me? Um, for you, I would say I was going to say what do you think has been like the funnest thing that we've done on this travel expense so far?
1: The most fun I've had on this trip, hmm. Well, I mean, it really wasn't, going to Tampa was pretty cool, but that's really not this trip, right? That was a work trip, so that was...
0: I would say you could count that. All right, so Tampa. You can count it. that.
1: So Tampa, just because it's Tampa, beach, ocean, um, it was just different, you know? That was a fun couple days. Granted, I think I'm still recovering from the lack of sleep. <laughs> Um, well, but, yeah. but it was I loved the ocean I love seeing that uh, talk about sensory overload that place is packed Uh-oh. but just being on the ocean and the beaches and the white sand and getting the chance to, to dip in the ocean was cool yeah
0: it's just so different than when we've been out west and went to San Diego yeah. and San Francisco does
1: make me definitely want to get back down there though mm-hmm. I definitely want to experience yeah. that
0: it's finally back to the gulf and the water so you can actually swim in without a wetsuit yes um, cool. So, topic today is... Drum roll. Brrr. Odin, you want to pipe in? No, well,
1: he'll probably fart.
0: <laughs> He's been so gassy.
1: Um We're talking about traveling
0: with pets. Pets and travel. As we are next to you, a camper that has two dogs. And uh, I saw someone who had their cat on a leash yes. recently. so And then a whole bunch of other people at, in Dallas that had their dogs um, out running around not
1: on leashes um so so we're going to talk about pets yeah and trailers making it seem that obviously you know their comfort and them being comfortable and not stressed and making sure that they have all their needs met Mm -hmm. during travel is important you know like i can only imagine when i'm when i have to use the bathroom it's hard to sit there and you know looking for a spot. And then when we're hungry when you're thirsty and the same thing happens for them they don't really know what's going on there's a lot of stress being in the um, you know in the air they sense you're stressed you know they know they can pick up on it they don't know where you we're going so mm-hmm. there's that stress and then just obviously you know being cramped in the car for so long so it's tough on Odin but he does well we say he's a pretty good travel pet but he only has about that six hour mark is his, his he, max. He, he, he does start to, get, not to anyway. get
0: antsy, especially when we have multiple travel days.
1: Yeah, he doesn't. That
0: like that gets hard for him too. Um, so yeah, so like we're obviously going to make most of this podcast in reference. To, to our dogs, dogs. Yeah. and our experience um, and things we've heard from people. We don't have as much experience with cats or birds or reptiles or things like that. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of this Or potbelly
1: pigs. We did know somebody we who had did. a pot pig.
0: Her name was Patsy Swine. <laughs> and I and I was Enamored. Um, but I think a lot of like this concept can be carried over to other animals. Again, yeah. it's about understanding their comfort.
1: Obviously, you know your your animal um and what they need.
0: So yeah. that's
1: the most important. So
0: uh, what we hear a lot from dog owners is that they talk about well, my dog doesn't travel well and they get car sick and they get all this stuff. And one of the things I've noticed is Odin is a good traveler. He does do really well. He doesn't mind the car, but he has gotten car sick before. And figuring out what's making him car sick is obviously really important. And I think sometimes people take it for granted and just think that, oh, my animal gets car sick. People do get to get car sick. So it does happen. But are you doing the things to help them not get car sick? And by that I mean um, controlling their temperature, controlling their food and water, um, comfort level. Because um, we've noticed that the reason that Odin will get carsick is if he overheats.
1: Yeah, biggest one is the overheat um, for him. So it's, what do we do to combat that? Mm -hmm.
0: So he has a little fan.
1: Yep, we have a little battery-operated little fan that we, we actually got for us when we were camping. So it's part of our camping gear that has so, a hook y- on it.
0: Yeah, so we'll link it for you. Yeah, we'll
1: you. link it in the, in the show notes. Um,
0: it was for us. It has become Odin's. As an outdoor enthusiast for several years, I've used a lot of equipment and brands, from backpacking the Grand Canyon and the Great Smoky Mountains to hiking and biking around Yellowstone National Park. The brand I love the most has always been Teton Sports. Their quality and comfortability is unmatched for any adventure I go on. Whether new to adventuring or a seasoned pro, stock up on all the best gear to get the most out of your adventures. Use code RV underscore of underscore three online for 15% off your first Teton Sports order. Check out our show notes and follow us on TikTok and Instagram for our gear reviews and favorite items.
1: So, having that, the only problem with that is when the battery runs out.
0: Yeah, it's it's a USB cord, um, and so if it's not charged up and you you have it plugged in, it's just running. You it's got four settings, and you can't go higher than two because it's not charging fast enough.
1: Mm-hmm. That could be kind of frustrating, but um, you know, but it. It is what it is if we keep it on low. But it's so funny because he knows when it's out. And we know when it's out because then he starts to pant back there or he'll start to... Um, he just gets restless all of a sudden. Yeah. So we and, give him his little bed.
0: Yep. And then we'll also know that that makes him hot. So we have to take his bed away.
1: Because even in the camper when we watch him, he can sit in his bed for about 20 minutes. and then If he, it's warm. And then he needs out and he likes to like switch locations to be, like, oh, like, the cool floor. Mm-hmm. And then when the cool floor is too cold, then he wants to go back to his bed. And then mm-hmm. when that's too hot, he wants to go back to the floor. And he, like, goes but He's very restless. And we try to put That's the reason why he can't sleep in the bed.
0: <laughs> we try to put on the AC in the car or the... Um at least just like the vents, but then I'm cold, which is why I keep a blanket in the car, because I know I'm colder than you and Odin when we travel, so this way we can help regulate that, and then this last trip, what we've really gotten to help, even though it's been so much cloudier, is we got him a kid shade for the window, and I think that's been really good too, because we noticed whenever we were driving in a direction that the sun was on his side, um, no matter if we had his fan on and the AC on, that direct sunlight he was just roasting
1: yeah that that's been a game changer is definitely having that um shade for him come here he wants <laughs> to get down right now
0: yeah there so goes. i think the biggest thing is uh
1: hold on i don't even know if we're recording anymore let's see odin yes we are we're still good he <laughs> just bumped it had to be odin yep let me find where we're at
0: all right, we're back. <laughs> okay, so Odin. He jumped on the computer.
1: Grand entrance, and yes, uh, but appears. yeah.
0: So a lot of people mention that, like, their pets are constantly um, panting and uh, you'll, know, like Dave said, restless, moving around. And I, I, I understand that pets will pant when they're anxious. But you have to realize that 's them telling you they 're hot yep. that air doesn 't flow into the back of the car the same way that it does in the front and, and you know smaller dogs, dogs with smaller snouts, uh, a lot of fur they 're going to overheat, and that overheating is going to make them sick so panting is a is a big sign that they 're not only just anxious but m- maybe just drastically uncomfortable
1: yeah I think th- um, another thing you could do, Odin would not like it, but I have seen people do it before, is you take water bottles and you freeze them mm-hmm. um, so that they can lay against it if it's really hot. you know. Um, I definitely think like you said the the kid shade has been a game changer because mm-hmm. even though the windows are tinted, any little sunlight, he just even in, even when it's chillier if yeah. it's on him for too long and he can't get and you know he has his seat if he can't yeah, get out of have that, stuff on
0: the other side.: he can't seat. get out
1: of that seat. Like, then he starts to be annoying, he starts panting, and then he's like, you could just tell, and then he wants to get into the middle console, like, where we're where at. the shade then, is. Because he knows it's shady, and then, because that usually, like, the fan is on, or from us, from, yeah. like, the car, he wants to jump there, because he can feel the fan, so he just starts to get kind of annoying with that, so... Uh,
0: yeah, and I just want to, like, clarify, It's not like, we're, like, dog whisperers or pet experts, this is just from I our am. experience... <laughs> This is our experience, but I, I'm going to further guess that sometimes people, when their dogs are panting and pacing in the back of the car, their first thought, because they're not hot, is that it's not that their dogs are hot. They're just not feeling well. But I, I, I'm going to just implore you to just think about it and wonder, are they hot? You know, do you need to roll down a window for them? Do you need to get them shades? Do you need to get the car cooler for them? Um, you know, things like that. And Odin, too, won't drink water if he's excessively hot. Right. Um, so, we, you know, we can't give him water help him cool down if we're if he's too hot because then he's just, like, he's just like too stressed out. So you actually have to get him to get cooled down before you can even give him water mm-hmm. um, to help. So that those are the things that we help um, combat that. And then usually as long as he's cool, calm, and collected, he'll just sleep the whole time. It doesn't bother him.
1: Yeah, and then like, we make sure we stop, give him his water. And, yep. Like you said, and then we also make sure that, you know, we, if we know we're gonna be getting in late, sometimes, like today, it was fine, we got in around one thirty-two. Mm-hmm. so we were like, okay, that's fine. But if we know we're gonna get in late, like three or four, we make sure we pack his lunch, mm-hmm. so that when we stop and have lunch, he can also eat. Mm-hmm. Granted, when he sees us eating, he'd rather pay <laughs> attention to our food. Um, but we've stopped at a truck stop before, um, had our lunch mm-hmm. we actually met we didn't have any food we had to stop and get subway mm-hmm. um, we were eating our subs and we got odin his food and we we're just eating outside at the um, side of the truck and mm-hmm. he ate his food and we ate ours and we're good
0: yeah and i think you have to you know odin You've heard us talk about it. he will hold going in the bathroom for like 24 hours. If it's rainy and gross out, he's like, "Nope, want no part of that." But when you're traveling, I think because they don't get to stretch their legs, like it's even though Oda doesn't have to go to the bathroom in say a 6-hour day, he would normally have held that. Um, just getting him out of the car every 2 to 3 hours so he can stretch his legs and, you know, stuff like that, I think is really important and vital for them too.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, it's just Good for everyone all around.
0: Yeah. So what's that do? It adds time to your drive time. So you know, think about that. Uh we but I think to, it'll
1: we try to plan that with like, okay, we're gonna get gas, we're gonna we know we're gonna stop here, let's let Odin out too.
0: Yeah, we try to take turns, one of us is getting gas or going to the bathroom, the other one's letting him out. That way we can make our stop quicker. Yep. Um, but those are gonna help your dog as well. Like I know that sometimes people are in a hurry, they wanna get somewhere. Um, but maybe your dog's antsy because they have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know?
1: Some of the other things we have done in the past, if we know it's going to be an excessively long day, we've gotten him new bones because yeah. um, he enjoys that, obviously. So getting him a little treat to show him that it's a good thing that we're going. Uh, so like And keep we, him distracted with yeah, something new. So we've done that before, and we've got him, and we can cut him in half because we know he'll eat, you know, like, like duck necks. We'll get him, you know, whatever those mm-hmm. things are, those freed ones. We'll give him a new bone, and he'll just chew it. For hours upon hours, cause he's, and he's fine with that. So Yeah, Just, he's so
0: mentally preoccupied, he's not thinking about driving.
1: Yeah, I do know some people have done the CBD drops yep. and whatever works for the you. The calming drops and um, stuff. One thing that always helped us when we had our lab was um, we actually put the kennel on the back of the truck because he was so antsy. He would just run um, around the whole back of the truck. He could not relax. He was crazy, and he would jump all over. It didn't matter. So we put the kennel back there, and that helped him because that's his little mm-hmm. kennel. Um, but then towards the end, we called it his Thunder Shirt, which, of course, now is an actual product,
0: mm-hmm. which we should
1: have done. or We called it we his Vicodin bike bike sweater. sweater, and they're called Thunder Shirts. We found out like six months after we were doing it for him, it worked so well. We I accidentally it, bought him a shirt that was too small. We just would put shirts on him. Um, Like, or put a a dog sweater on him. He loved it, and it, I don't know, it calmed him down. And then, magically, they came up with those Thunder Shirts. So, you know, that could be something, too, that for whatever reason, feeling that that tightness on them Mm -hmm. does calm them down. I don't know what it is about it, but it does.
0: And I think, too, like we put Odin's like he's got like a small circular bed and he's a smaller dog Mm -hmm. so that fits in there or but when that's not in there a blanket with like that comes from his kennel or where he normally sleeps. I think those little things are very familiar for them and it really helps them to just kind of relax um versus just putting him in a car
1: of course Odin just loves truck rides he does he wants to go in everybody's car all the time and anytime we walk by the truck he wants to get in it so that does help
0: yeah um one other thing too we've noticed is this is a pre-travel Requisite is generally when we get up, he knows things are going on, and so we try to feed him. He doesn't always want to eat right away because yeah, um, he gets anxious. We're
1: in a spot for a while, and then all of a sudden he knows we're packing up. He knows.
0: Yeah. And he's like swears we're going to forget him. Um, So, you know, we try to feed him, he'll eat or he won't eat. And we walk and then we put him right in the truck and have the windows down, truck right or whatever it is, depending on temperature. Because otherwise, if we don't put him in the truck while we're packing up, he'll just be anxious and, and freaking out. Yeah, stress. But if I put him in the truck, it doesn't matter if it's an hour. He just goes to sleep. Yeah, he just curls up and he's like, oh, okay. Because he knows he's not forgotten. He knows he's going with, you know, all this stuff. That's what
1: we think.
0: We're assuming. We're
1: assuming. Again, we're not
0: dog (laughs) whispers.
1: That he thinks. He's like, all right, cool. They're definitely not going to leave without me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he knows that if we're in the truck Mm -hmm. and he's in the truck, we're going together. So we've actually had times where he's been so annoying staring at the truck like we were outside and it gets kind of chilly or whatever he doesn't want to be outside anymore but he doesn't want to go back inside and we've literally put him in the truck for a few minutes and he'll just curl up and go to sleep and then 10 minutes later we come back and he's all curled asleep and then he's gotten his truck time and he's ready to go back in the house (laughs) he just loves the car so much so um i obviously that's he's a rare occurrence i don't know why he loves the truck so much but Mm. he's always loved it so hopefully these tips and tricks to helping you travel with pets
0: biggest thing keep them cool keep them cool Maybe give them something that's going to preact. Preoccupi- Don't leave them alone. Don't leave them alone. Uh, give them something that's going to preoccupy their brain, so they get maybe some special bones or uh, chews or something while they're in the car. Yep, so they equate the car ride is good. Um, and then uh, when you it, stop, let them stop. Uh, stretch legs. their legs, and if need be, you know, sometimes like people do like those CBDs or uh, you know, dog calming aids of some sort. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is just you know making sure their needs are met first.
1: Yeah, I would love to hear, like, you know, what other people have found, mm-hmm. too. So if you guys are listening to this podcast, share in the comments, wherever you're yeah. listening to this, and let us know what your tips and tricks you have um, done to, I guess, calm your dogs and pets and pigs and cats and birds. I'd love to know. So what is your uh, pet, pet that you travel with, and what have you done that works to calm the nerves? So we'll keep this one a little short. We are going to head over to the bathhouse of this amazing um harvest host yeah and utilize that we've also got laundry that just finished so i'm gonna go switch it over thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next episode bye thanks for listening to the rv of three podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode if so please subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode share with your friends and give us a five-star review
0: want to see what adventures we are on right now follow us on instagram at rv of three